to the program. Glad to have you. Bill Michaels Show on the air and uh, enjoying the day this Friday, halfway through the program. We were talking a little bit earlier about the Milwaukee Bucks and their place in the postseason as they wait to, to see who the winner is going to be between the Miami Heat and the Chicago Bulls. I personally hope the Bulls come to town. It would make for a great series, fan rivalry, all that kind of good stuff. So uh, excited about all of that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm all in, man. I'm, I think the, uh, I think the, the Bucks are with their depth, with their obviously with their their runner up to the MVP, so to speak. I I, I think they're good, and uh, we'll talk more about this. Kurt Heelan from NBC Sports at Basketball Talk over there on Twitter, uh, joining us now on the hotline. Kurt, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I think, by the way, I think you're right. I think inside the Bucks, they're going to root for Chicago tonight. It's no other reason than like the travel. Now, if I'm a beat writer. Look, I'm rooting for Miami because I want to go to Miami. But <laughs> I think the Bucks should be rooting for Chicago. Although the weather here has been in the 80s, so I can't complain about yeah. it too much. But we are going to fall no, backwards my, just a little bit. My wife was just in – she was in Chicago this week on a touring colleges with my daughter. And she's like, it's warmer here than it is – I'm in L.A. And it's – she had better weather. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I think uh, the the Brewers were in San Diego, and the high here was thirty or forty degrees warmer than in San Diego all day yesterday. So uh, we'll take it right now. the 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 world is turning weird on us all of a sudden. Hey, um, I, I want to ask you first and foremost. Uh, you know, I don't really think it matters too much. Uh, Giannis obviously has won MVPs in the past, but tell me what the difference is between him and Joel Embiid in the MVP race this year. It is such a matter of for, for each voter myself included like how you view mvp and where you put the emphasis and priority in, because uh, frankly the three of them it you know as i put when i when i put my thing out i could have written two thousand words making a brilliant case for any of them and so i think it just comes down to what you prioritize i think as much as Giannis, i mean look he lifted them to the best record in the nba and did it without um, Middleton for a large chunk of the season. He is, is some of his efficiency numbers were down just because of the larger role he had to take on. I think Embiid also had to evolve his game over the last year or couple of years, really, to to get the Sixers where he needs to be because this is not the same. He, he has James Harden, but that's this isn't Houston James Harden anymore. Um, he, he's got imperfect pieces around him it's why they're kind of that's why philadelphia is frankly third in the in the east and probably the longest shot of the big three to uh to make the finals and i think he had to do the most to kind of get his team where it was but it, it really just comes down to what you prioritize i in the honestly as a voter in the final week i had all well, two weeks maybe i probably had all three of them on top of my list at different points just as i kept talking myself into each different one of them I think many of us look towards the Eastern Conference Finals, and we figure it'd be. Now, I don't know what the 76ers, how much they can bring, because I don't think their depth would match up against, say, the Bucks, and their shooting prowess would match up against, say, Boston. No. So we all just assume that Boston and Milwaukee are going to end up in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Bucks 
uh, happy to get the best record and to be able to keep that home court advantage. So the only thing I see is is that Boston has an unbelievable perimeter shooting team, and they get hot. I watched them just completely destroy Milwaukee the last time they were at the Pfizer Forum. The Bucks are flat-footed. They're not fast. Now, granted, they played five games in seven days. But if they're going to have a shot at really getting a hold of that series between those two teams, they got to play better perimeter defense, don't they? Yeah, they do. I think that that's right. I think, I think the other key for Boston ultimately is that they have to have a healthy Robert Williams. They're just not the same team defensively or on the boards if he's not right and he's been in and out of the lineup and, and, and is going to obviously be tested the series assuming that is the conference finals and things in the East shake out like we expect and kind of follow patterns, you know, they're going to have to go through Embiid. They're going to have to go through, you know, they're going to be physically tested and beat up in a series before they get to, uh, to you guys. But not that, frankly, not that beating Cleveland or New York would be, I think it'd be Cleveland. It's going to be all that easy. That's a, another really good team. But I think that that's really – I mean, I think – let me put it this way. I think with Robert Williams healthy, I think the Celtics' high is a little higher. I think their peak can be a little higher. I'm just not sure that they can hit it where I'm really pretty – really confident that the Bucks are going to be very, very, very good. Like, it's a seven-game series. I think the Celtics might have – a six- or seven-game series, the Celtics might have a higher high. But if they're not playing their very best basketball, if they're slowed at all – than, than the Bucks advance. I, I think it's, I mean, it's honestly a coin flip of a series, it's, which is, I think somebody wrote, was it Hollinger or somebody wrote this the other day that and I've been saying it too. Frankly, it's the de facto NBA finals if it's what happens. Either of you can crush anybody who comes out of the West. Well, that was my next question because the West, even with Denver being the top dog in the West, I still think they're fallible. You look at, you know, Memphis, if you get John Morant going, they're pesky. You know, obviously Sacramento, uh, they're a, a, an incredibly solid team, but the Warriors, when they're right, they're right, and they've got that experience coming in. I think the West is probably as wide open as I can remember a long time, and that's not counting out Phoenix. Or I don't think the Clippers are going to make much of a run, but I think Phoenix has it in them to be able to do something if Kevin Durant is able to stay healthy. Yeah, I'm probably picking Phoenix, but I would take the field over anybody in that conference. I just um, Denver. I think Denver's in the situation, and, and first off, I don't know that there's maybe him or Harden. I'm not sure which is one of those two guys, Jokic or Harden, has more pressure on them in these playoffs. Jokic maybe just because, I mean, got two MVPs, is going to finish high in this vote, you know, top three, whatever it is in this voting, has all this thing, and he hasn't done it in the playoffs. And in the last two years, we've always been like, yeah, but they're banged up. What did you expect? And they're not banged up this year. Like, now, now you got to prove it. Now you got to go out and do it, and we'll see if, We'll see if they're capable, if he's capable of lifting them up in that setting. Um, I'm probably picking – I'm probably picking – I'm not probably. I am picking Phoenix just because I'm going to take Kevin Durant. When, if, if everything's equal, I'll take the team Kevin Durant's on. Like, I just – I know what he can do and how he can fit in, and they've got four elite players, and I think they – a really smart coach in Monty Williams, and I think they've got enough to figure it out. But if Paul George were healthy, I might not have picked him to get out of the first round. So I just, the West right. is just wide open. But I think truly, if, if Milwaukee makes it to the finals, I'm not going to say it's a cakewalk. But even if you know the Warriors or whoever gets through, it's not a cakewalk. But all those teams are way more flawed than the top three teams in the East. And frankly, if you put Cleveland in the West, I might have picked them. What? 
has made uh, Golden State's run on the road so incredibly difficult this year? It has been an enigma. Yeah, I, I wish I had an answer for you. I, they Mostly that they play terrible defense on the road, and I don't know, like, why that is. It, it, there's not some easy-to-point-to thing other than they've just been terrible on the road. I think at the start of the season, there truly was a championship hangover. I truly, you know, I think the Bucks have gone through this as well, and, and we're better about it this year. But once you're playing at a certain level, Man, those games in November are a little tedious, right? Like it's just mm-hmm. it's hard for the players to get up the same way every night for them and be quite as focused. And I think you saw that with the uh, Warriors. But by the time it got serious and they're like, all right, we got to flip the switch, they just didn't really. Um, part of that was injuries, but they just have not been. They really the depth hasn't been the same. The defense hasn't been the same. They get Andrew Wiggins back. Maybe they can get Gary Payton the second back for some playoff games, and that certainly will help their defense. But it just hasn't flowed the same way. And I don't think, by the way, I don't think that's on Draymond. I think it's just the pieces around them. Clay used to be part of what made their defense so good is Clay was an elite defender. And post all the injuries, he's, he's just not that kind of defender right. anymore. Talking with Kurt Heelan of NBC Sports and uh, go to Basketball Talk, at Basketball Talk over on Twitter to catch his stuff. Uh, give me a surprise team. What can, can in any way, shape, or form, say Atlanta knock off the Celtics or Brooklyn beat the 76ers? Give me a surprise team out of each conference that you could say, being the West is so wide open, you could probably want to throw a dart at anybody. But give me something that somebody you could say, well, if this, if this group of guys gets hot, this could really be sustainable. In the East, I only I think the only lower seed that could really win a first round series is the Knicks, and I, I think that's a that's going to be a fun series with them in Cleveland and the, the mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, um, uh, Jalen Brunson going back and forth at each other. I mean, they, I went back and watched the game from I think it was March 30th, the end of the end of March, um, the other day, and I'm like, they were calling each other out. They were they were setting the picks to get switched onto each other at the end of the game. I'm like, man, this is going to be a fun series. I think the Knicks win around, but I. I think the top three teams in the East are just considerably better than anybody else. You're right about the West. It's wide open. If I, is it, if I say the Lakers because they're the seventh seed, is that, I feel weird saying that they got a chance to make a run because they got bloody LeBron James on the team. Like, it's not like he's sneaking up on anybody. But right. they are the seventh seed. I, I, I'm not picking them to win that series. I've got some notes coming out on it later today, but I think that one goes seven as well. I think that's a really tough series that they can win. If, if Stephen Adams, without Stephen Adams, they just miss. They're just not the same. They, you can pound them inside, and that's all the Lakers do. They don't have great shooting. They're not hyper-athletic like the, the uh, Grizzlies are, but they're physical, and they get inside, and they draw fouls. And I think you can do that against the Grizzlies and cause them problems. I think that's a maybe the most fun first-round series, and – if the Lakers get past them, I, I'm not convinced they can string together three or three in a row and make the finals. But again, we were talking about like who in the West do I trust? I don't remember. If push comes to shove, do I? Tr- I might trust LeBron James more than anybody outside of Durant. Yeah, I was going to say LeBron has the ability to kind of turn it up into the postseason, but whether or not his supporting cast can and yeah. remain injury free. I mean, that's the big thing. We always, you know, yeah. the Lakers yeah. for years is always going to put this super team together and they were always going to support LeBron and everybody's on on the injured list. And, and that's been yeah. their downfall. Yeah. And the other thing with them to watch, Anthony Davis can't just be good. Like if he has 19 and 10, 
that's not good enough for them. They right. need bubble Anthony Davis. They need 25-plus, 12-and-plus from him. Plus, and honestly, if he'd been healthy longer, he might have been up in the mix for defensive player of the year this year with Brooke and Jaron Jackson Jr. and everyone else. Like, he was that good defensively when he played. They need all of that. They need bubble Anthony Davis to have a shot. And I'm just not convinced they can get that. Even in the first round, can they get that four games out of seven? Right. One question before I let you go, and that is about to the Bucks in the sense that, uh, you know, we all talked about, well, if they would have had Middleton last year, chances are they, they run away with things and they, they get a win. Is Chris Middleton as vital this season as he was last season? I think they're more used to playing without him just because of how this season went. But at the end of the day, when you're up against the Celtics, yeah, you're going to need him. Like, you, you might not need him to get as far – but in this East, you are going to need him to get out. You're going to need you're going to need his play at the end of the games, his calming presence with the ball and clutch and ability to hit shots um, and, and shot creation. You're just and, and defense. You're just going to need all of it because, and again, Milwaukee and Boston are clearly the two best teams in the NBA. They are evenly matched. It is a heck of a series, and you're going to need all of Middleton to get there. You just might to, to get past them. You just might not need him the way you did in earlier rounds. Good stuff, Kurt. Appreciate it as always. And as we advance, we will give you a call again. Okay. I look forward to it. Hey, man, I I, I would be happy to be back in Milwaukee in June. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, no doubt about it. Kurt, we'll see you then, Bob. Take care. Talk to you later. There you go. Kurt Heelan. He is with uh, NBC Sports, the NBA writer, and uh, ba- at Basketball Talk over on Twitter, at Basketball Talk over on Twitter. Yeah, can the Bucks, if if Middleton, God forbid he goes down, but if Middleton is down and you don't have Grayson Alley, you don't have Pat Connaughton, because those two guys together can give you not big numbers, but they can give you clutch buckets, okay? If you don't have Allen. You don't have Connaughton. You don't have Middleton. Can this team win? Can they advance to get to an NBA Finals? So the key to all of this is you got to keep Middleton healthy, and he doesn't got to give you—he he doesn't have to give you 25 every night, but he's just got to be there and that influence. And and if if he's there and he's something of the old of the the Chris Middleton that we've kind of grown accustomed to seeing in years prior, then I think the Bucs are going to have enough firepower to get past Boston and ultimately win a championship. Just my thought. But, yeah, I think think they have the ability to do it. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at The Point, Stevens Point Brewing, Point Brewing. Uh, Brewing excellence since 1857. If you're out and about and you want to fire up a beverage this weekend, you can also do Cider Boys. Do a little, some, a little bit of flavor, you know. You can go with their box and their lagers and all that kind of stuff, but you can fire up something with a little bit of flavor. Cider Boys, and many, they have the strawberry, they have the peach, they have many different flavors as well. That's our friends from Point Brewing right here in our own backyard. That is Stevens Point. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Good to have you. Hey, a reminder, there's only a spot left. One. I never thought uh, in a million years that we would uh, come this close to selling out a, a golf tournament. The uh, the first ever Bill Michaels Open. Not the first annual, but the first ever Bill Michaels Open uh, coming up on Saturday, May 6th. We are going to be in Viroqua. Viroqua. Just below lacrosse, small little area, beautiful out there with this hidden gem of a golf course called Viroqua Hills. And I thought when they brought this up, I thought, you know, we'll get maybe, you know, three, four, five, six foursomes, maybe something like that. We'd be having a nice group of people, be a lot of fun. No, they said, let's try for 36. And I said, ah, it's not going to happen, but okay, we'll give it a shot. And we have one foursome left. One. If you are interested in doing this, I would assume it's going to be sold out by the end of the weekend. Get a hold of our buddy Ryan uh, over there at the golf course, 608-637-7615. Coming up, uh, I think it's what, two weeks, three weeks from uh, three weeks from tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Three weeks from tomorrow is the uh, the Open out of Viroqua Hills. So if you can make it and you want to get in, get in. Do it now. 608-637-7615. 608-637-7615. And if you're a single, that's fine. If you've got a foursome, great. If there's two of you, go ahead. They'll pair you up. But, uh, yeah, they only have a couple of, uh, couple of slots open. They only have one foursome remaining. So call now. Get a hold of Ryan. And uh, let the bidding begin on one young Ben, Kenny, and myself and company, and myself and Kristen kind of coming together as a team, I guess. But Ben, if you want Ben to play in your group, and Ben will show you how it's done. He may even walk the course or just hang on to the back of your golf cart, maybe sled behind you. Ben will do it. I was going to ask, Bill, who am I playing with? Or is this actually being auctioned? Nobody knows yet. I have no idea. Okay. I, you know what? They, they give me uh, – Ernie wakes up in the middle of the night with a thought out there and just texts it to me. You know, like the other day he said, uh, you know, if you had a sandwich named after you, what would it be? I'm, I, out of nowhere. You know, I'm like, I, I don't know. And I didn't want to do Philly because you, you're obviously from Philly. I've already got like a pizza here and some stuff that has myself on the menu because and, and, it's just been here so long in some of the places in Milwaukee. And I never thought about that. So I thought, well, you know, I love meatball subs. I love them. Italian guy, go with a meatball sub. Next thing you know, it's like, well, what do you like on it? Going through the list, you know. So, hey, you know, we, we so I would assume that they said at one point that we're going to raise a little money with young Ben Kenny. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know if that meant that you had to dance and people had to bring stacks of signal, signals and make it rain or if they were just auctioning sure. you off or whatever. So I'll do, yeah, I'll do anything. I'll do whatever. Ben, ben, ben does Ben does anything. You know, it could I, I don't want it to be where, you know, we pull up and everybody else is playing golf and you're out in the parking lot washing cars. I don't want that. I want to make sure that <laughs> For the con <laughs> for content, that would be hilarious though. That's the thing. In the name you know, of the content, problem is, is I can see Ebo and Rowdy just driving through circles in the parking lot, driving down, getting muddy, coming back and making you wash their car. You know, I could see that happening. Yeah, they're not so. coming though. So it's okay. Okay. That's okay. You never know though. If they found that oh, out, I do you know. never know. They just make your make your life you know, living hell. What are they doing in a couple of weeks? They're not coming? No. Okay. They're doing whatever. Well, I don't know. Nelson's yeah. doing what Nelson's doing. Evo's doing hey, what Evo's he, doing. I was going to say, if Evo wants to bring his wife and the cat, bring them. <laughs> no. Bring them on out, man. Rowdy can come out. Rowdy can come and hang out. He could, just, he could be the, the, the announcer. He could be the starter, you know, like at the Masters. Ladies and gentlemen, now in the first tee box, you know. Yeah, with all due the, respect, I'm out. 
<laughs> so I'm out on that. Okay. Uh, eight seven seven. The crowd and gallery down each side is one. Ben Kenny worries about the crowd and smacking somebody right in the snot locker with his first tee shot. That'd well, the great. big question is: Are we are we going to take after Liv and throw a shotgun start in there? Uh, we could. Uh, the difference is, I think, with the meatball subs that we are having, uh, we will have better food than what they're having on the Liv tour. <laughs> so. Jeff says, do you like meatball subs from Subway? No. Jeff, I hope you don't own a Subway. Subway is a very, 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 very negative thing for me. I have been battling Subway for a long time, which is the reason for a long time I was uh, the spokesperson for Cousins. Uh, until they found somebody a little bit bigger than me, and that was Donald Driver. But, no. When you go into a – let me get on my soapbox. There's two, there's two restaurants that piss me off. Dairy Queen and Subway. Dairy Queen and Subway oh, we're both. sniping they, at Dairy here Queen we go. today? Here we go. Oh, I'm, I'm pissed off at them, and I haven't been back since. So Dairy Queen and Subway, walk in and look at the picture that they show you and say, I want that. And they'll say, okay, a BMT or a meatball sub. Okay. And then you look at that, and then they make it. They cut it out of that giant pillow-like loaf of bread. And they cut that V in it, and there you go. We're going to pull that out. Okay, great. And then it's that cup of crap, the cubed meat. Then they put in the four or two or three slices, and they try to make it long so it looks like more of that triangular crap cheese, and they put it on there, and then they load that thing up with as much lettuce as you can possibly, any one human being could ever fit in there. It looks like the bottom of a freaking Easter basket, for God's sakes. And then they spray all it. And then they go here. And I'm like, no, I want that. Oh, you got to pay extra for that. Kiss my ass. Right? Never. Never. I got into an argument with a guy who said, I want the sandwich. That's your advertising. Why this is not illegal, I have no idea. But this whole thing, it's like when I watch, uh, what's his face, um, uh, Derek Jeter and and uh, and company, and I listen to Chuck, Charles Barkley. Oh, try to, try to hero, whatever oh, the hell it is. Romo. No, the, the, the Romo, the whole lineup, it's all crap. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The day Subway actually... Gives you what they're advertising is the day that I'll be back. Until then, nada. Dairy Queen, on the other hand, I want the the mint blizzard with Oreo. I look up there, and it's this thing that's just high, and it's teeming with giant chunks and whole Oreos, and it's this great picture. And then what they do is they put a little bit of that scoop of Oreo crap in there. They put a squeeze of mint in there. They put you some vanilla ice cream, and they churn it up. And then they do, they always do the upside down thing. Who cares? If it falls on the ground, make me another one. I don't care. But they give me this thing, and I'm like, what the hell is that? It doesn't even begin to look like what you're advertising up there. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Not at all. You know, who, and I'm disappointed, but you know who does it right? Sonic. You go into a Sonic, you look at what they're selling, that's what you get. Dairy Queen, sorry. Now, the burgers and stuff aren't bad. But all I ever get from Dairy Queen is a blizzard. And instead, I get some kind of cup of brownish goo that only tastes good for about a halfway down. Then it goes to just vanilla ice cream. It's just, no, 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 not doing it. I know I sound like a whiner. I don't care. 
But there's something in the, the value of advertising and getting actually what you're paying for, and that's not what I'm paying for, so you don't, know, you don't get my money anymore. There you go. I have a question. Yes. You speak of these very specific instances when you realize you did not like said establishments. How long ago did those two things happen? Um, Dairy Queen. Are we talking 10 given, years here, five years? Oh, no. It's uh, Subway's longer than that. And <laughs> what's funny is, is Kristen likes Subway. Years. She'll go to Subway and she'll be like, oh, look, I'm going to get this turkey sub. And I'm like, what'd you just pay for? I literally will peel it back. I'm like, look at that. You got like eight cubes of turkey. A giant pillow of wheat bread that you could, you don't even need to really eat it. You could just take it upstairs, put it in a slip, and then sleep on a damn thing. You got so much. Look at all of the lettuce. I can make six salads out of this for dinner. And then you got the two, two, not three, two little little triangles of cheese that don't even taste. Take a piece of it, eat it. It's like, what the hell is that? You know, it doesn't taste like anything. I'd rather eat a coaster. So you could, and then you're like, oh, but I got a tomato. But she peels the tomatoes off for whatever reason and eats them. But no, no, it happens all the time. Go to a subway. If you're in, a, if you're in line at a subway right now, go inside and say, I want that sandwich right there. Make it look exactly like that. And they'll tell you, oh, that costs extra. Well, then you shouldn't be advertising that. You should be advertising what the cost is for that sandwich. And when the fa- sandwich, instead of coming out to be four ninety nine or $5 or 8 bucks or whatever it is, when that sandwich that comes out to look like that says $27 and you got to fill out a credit app, that is you kissing my ass. I'm out the door. Sorry, not, not, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Uh, there you go. Wolfman says not to mention they charge like 12 bucks just to get it now. I find, Cindy, I agree with you. I find the small ice cream parlors. I find some of the chains that actually give you what you're paying for or that are really, really cheap and you know what you're getting in to begin with. And that's what I do. I, and I try to support local as much as I possibly can, as much as I can. I don't do a lot of McDonald's. I don't do Taco Bell. I don't do all of those. Every now and then, you know, late at night or something, maybe you just crave something. But for the most part, no, I go local almost all the time. And I know, I get it, Dairy Queens and such, they support a lot of local communities, a lot of high schools. Their food itself is not bad, but those those blizzards, that's all I get. That's all I want is a blizzard that looks like the picture, and nobody anywhere in the in God's green earth and or universe will give me a Dairy Queen blizzard that looks like what it's supposed to be. I don't care about tipping it upside down. It doesn't matter to me. It's not like I'm going, whoa, wait a minute. If that doesn't tip upside down, it's not worth it to me. Not happening. Woo! I'm sorry you feel this way. That's uh There you go. That's you emphatic. It is. I've actually seen one that time is. the Dairy Queen person drop the blizzard, but I was in Canada. I would, so I don't know if the would, rules are the same up there. No, it's okay if you drop it. I'm like good with that. I don't care. It's that's show. That's that's you know, I was at dinner one time uh with uh uh, uh, well, I'm not going to drop his name, but I'm, I'm, I was at dinner one time. We were at a fine dining restaurant, and they come out with the food cart. Oh, we got the meat trolley. And then they start going through the cuts and the marbleizing. And finally, he looks at him, and he says, I don't need no effing dog and pony show. Just give me the filet that's eight ounce, make it right, and impress me. And I'm, uh, that's what flipping the cup upside down is. It's your dog and pony show. Doesn't make it taste any better. It could have a turd underneath all of that. You could flip it upside down, and there you go. Hey, have yourself a cold Lincoln log for all I care. It doesn't matter. Ain't happening. it. Go local. That's what I do. <sighs> Meatball subs yeah. at the golf outing, it, though. I'm looking forward to them. Yeah, I hope. 
Ernie. Gosh. I could just see Ernie right now going, holy crap, we were getting them from Subway. <laughs> You're the one who wants all the cheese. You're big on this extra cheese. Right? And the extra cheese on them. You should be able to put extra cheese on a, on a meatball sub. And as Brandon says, don't forget at Subway, that's an extra 50 cents for an extra extra triangle. Which is pathetic. I don't even think that stuff melts. That's the same crap they use on the bottom of the space shuttle. They used it all up at Subway. That's the reason we don't have a space program anymore. I'm so pissed off. Got more of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. There's a guy named Brett who always comes after me, and he's even shown up at a couple of events. I give him credit because he'll say some things to me that a lot of people never will. He's not as controversial as in your face as he is via the Twitter muscles, but give me just a minute. I got to do this first because I got to talk about our friends over there at Stenny's. As a matter of fact, Brett approached, approached me at Stenny's during opening day. And uh, and wanted to get after me around the garlic cheese bread, and ended up coming over to my side of uh, of the uh, the train tracks. But Stanny, second to National Walkers Point, and if you are going to be heading to any of the games, whether it's Brewers, Bucks, uh, Admirals postseason, any of the concerts and such downtown, they run shuttles to all the games. Great place to start, great place to end, and great place in between to just go and watch a game and enjoy yourself. Stanny, second and National in Walkers Point. Now, Brett in Milwaukee, the Brett Meister, as he calls himself. I've seen him in person. He says, as many sponsors as you have, I can't believe that if Subway offered you a butt ton of money, you'd pimp their food too. Who are you kidding? Wrong, 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 wrong. You movie screen forehead rectal monkey chow hound. Not happening. First of all, every sponsor on this program I either use or enjoy. Every one of them. Okay, I, there's there's nothing here that I would not that I have not used that I've not done that I've not seen that I've not been with in some way, shape, or form. That because uh, otherwise I won't recommend them to anybody. So anything you hear come out of my mouth is somebody that I've had a personal experience with and I believe in. Second of all, uh, years ago, in a, a land far, far away, uh, I was specifically approached by Subway prior to Cousins. And Subway offered a boatload of money to be the studio sponsor and presenting sponsor of the program. And I would not do it because there is nothing about that I believe in. Not a thing. It may be wrong. There's a lot of great people that work at Subway. They work in this state. They pay taxes in this state. They spend money in this state. They raise kids in this state. They have franchises. There's a lot of people that have spent a lot of money on that. And I respect the hell out of them for that. What I don't respect is the product. I don't believe in it. I don't like it. I won't use it. I won't stop there. If I am naked in the desert, completely parched and about to die from malnutrition, I will not stop at a subway if that happens to be in the middle of the oasis. It will not happen. Sorry about your luck. I ended up pushing them off to another show. It's like, if you want to give money to the station, go give it somewhere else. But I will never speak about subway, not until they change their ways. That and Nike, same thing. Won't do that either. If it's given to me, eh, I'll wear it. Because a lot of teams and such do cover Nike, and I like supporting the local teams. But I don't buy Nike either. Same thing. Garbage. So, Brett, you are wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Sorry about your luck. Smoke them if you got them. Go enjoy yourself. Um, 
Yeah, Will says, what about uh, what about Jared? Uh, did you ever watch Ben? Did you watch the uh, Jared the, uh, Jared from Subway uh, catching a monster? Did you no, watch that series? But I'm yeah, the, somewhat familiar with the tale. That is a. Uh, I did not realize the depth that Jared was. Um, so disgusting. Uh, didn't, didn't realize. It. I mean, when I watched that, I was like, wow, Kristen and I were laying in, in bed one night and I said, let's watch this series. And there's four parts to it. And I, I had to watch every or four or three or four parts. I can't remember, but I, it was late at night and I ended up watching them all. It was like three in the morning before I finally went to bed. It, it was, it was unbelievably compelling. It was disgusting. Uh, and to think that this guy was just, just look at all the people he was meeting presidents for God's sakes. And being praised, and just what a disgusting human being. It, it'll take Subway a long, long, long time. I mean, that's still, now that this is out again, it's still going to take them a long time to continually distance themselves, which is why they've gone with these very likable athletes. It's still going to take them a long time to distance themselves from that from that debacle. Likable athletes, comma, and Tony Romo. And Tony Romo. And they have him talking about Philly. Yeah. Tony Romo. Anyway, that is our that is our food critique for the day, and I, I won't go any any further into it. But Brett, you are wrong. Uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Good to hear you. Uh good to have you. Um Andy says, are we replaying yesterday's stro- uh, show or I'm having a stroke? I don't think we talked about any of this yesterday, did we or did we? I don't think so. I don't think we did at all. Uh, this one's from Mike. Mike says, uh, hey, Bill, first and foremost, I 100% agree with you. Uh, I've always felt the same way, and I'm glad you just vented for me. Secondly, I think that Brian Gutekinds is a little bit high on that list. I would rather see him down around 10 to 12. I do think he has a little bit of heat into the hot seat this season. If things go terrible and Jordan Love is awful, do you think he will get fired? No. No. Because they're going to give Jordan Love at least a couple of years. Um, and they just paid him. Now, if he, if Jordan Love is an interception machine and he's missing wide-open guys, then Yes. I don't think they, they fire against, but I certainly think that that goes from absolutely zero burn, zero heat, to flaming hot because then you got to fix that. But that that's um, – I mean, one thing that Jordan Love had to have learned under Aaron Rodgers, because Rodgers learned under Favre, don't throw the ball away. Don't throw it away. Don't turn it over. Don't give it up. You know, you, you can't give away possessions. You only have six or seven within a game. You can't give one away. Okay? Uh, so he learned that, and it was drilled into him. And you can look at his touchdown-to-interception ratio. It's the best of all time. So if there's something that he learned under under Rodgers, it's probably that. Now, you do want to come out and, pre- and impress, so you may throw one or two balls errantly early on. But after that, when you settle in, it's like, nah, you need to learn. You know, as time goes on. Now, if he, like I said, if he's missing wide open receivers and he's overthrowing guys and underthrowing guys and can't put it, drop it into the bucket, and he's getting picked off at a relatively prolific rate, say he's got, 
you know, 17 touchdowns and 17 interceptions, yeah, then I think you're you're in trouble. If he ends up with 17 touchdowns and 17 interceptions, um, <laughs> just but get ready, get ready because we haven't seen other than this past year out of Rodgers, we're not used to double digit interceptions and turnovers. And get ready for that because you rookie quarterbacks will struggle. Defenses will bait them into certain situations that they're going to have to learn from. So it, it might not be the most horrific thing to think, um, okay, Ben, think about it this way. Will Christian Yelich have more home runs? Who will have more, interceptions for Jordan Love or home runs for Christian Yelich? I think it's Yelich, and I hope so. <laughs> I think they're going to have it dialed back a bit for Love. Plus, I do think he'll take a page out of the Rodgers playbook, and he'll understand what Rodgers did in turnover avoidance. Right. You would like to think. But who will have more? That's a great bet. Who will have more, Jordan Love in interceptions or Christian Yelich in home runs? Because right now we're sitting at 18, 18 and a half for Christian Yelich. Well, we're sitting at one. Yeah, I'm going to win that bet so easy it isn't even funny. They haven't played the Pirates yet, or the Reds. Yeah, or the Reds, yeah. Yeah, he'll wait for the cycle again against Cincinnati, do a video, and then, you know, end up in the minors. Oh, good leadoff walk last night. (laughs) Come on. Scored. And scored. Scored on Rowdy Telez's uh, two-run bomb. Which Rowdy, it was funny. I I was sitting there last night, Rowdy came up to the plate, and they had been throwing Christian Yelich down and in on everything, down and in, up and in. I mean, it was all inside stuff, and he he did a pretty good job of laying off. And then, who batted second last night? Kind of can't think about it second last night. But they, but um, Adamas, was it Adamas that batted second? Because he ended up popping out. He fouled out to the first baseman. Um, and that was on an uh, an out and away. Uh, breaking ball that he just barely got a piece of. And then Rowdy came up, and the first pitch or two were inside to Rowdy. And I I, I was sitting there thinking to myself, he's going to hang one out over the plate or try to go out and away, and he's not because everything he's been throwing has been on the inside portion of the plate. And he's when he tries to go to the opposite side, it's not going to happen. He's going to hang one. And I just had this feeling, like, Rowdy's going to just, just turn on one and just yank it. Now, whether it's not it's fair or foul, we'll have to wait and see. And the next pitch, I thought it was going to be foul. I thought, hey, this is it, but it's going to be foul. And it just hung on, hung on and down the line and stayed fair for a home run. 877-867-1670. We'll get to the phone calls when we come back. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. A lot of stuff coming up. Hang in there. This uh, portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals. Admirals, tonight, Stone Temple Pilots. They still have some tickets available tonight. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. You want to see the Stone Temple Pilots after the game. They are performing on the ice after the fact. You can stop down to the UW Panther Arena and check it out for yourself. They also have their final game coming up on Sunday. And then playoffs, baby! MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That is MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Doors of Wisconsin. Ah, I 
love them. And uh, got them wide open right now. As a matter of fact, nice breeze blowing through the uh, the great room here. And uh, so I actually, I was texting Gina a little bit earlier today um, because uh, they put in uh, the the screen for my screen door. And uh, I was she was asking, you know, how everything was working. I said, oh my god, it's just awesome. Uh, but I've got the roll screen in the window now, and I love that thing. Oh my goodness. I was just telling her what a cool innovation it is. So good stuff from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com, or call them, 855-PELLA-WI. Some great financing opportunities right now as well. In addition to that, they have something for everybody, whether it's the vinyl, impervia, or three different styles of wood. They have got something for everyone. That's our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Uh, JJ says, I do miss the sham wow guy. Even though he got busted punching out a prostitute. <laughs> I didn't know that. Ben, did you know that? I don't know who the Sham Wow guy is. It's the Sham Wow guy. Gotta Google him. I didn't know that. Oh my goodness. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Oh God, that's funny. The Sham Wow guy. Oh, my God. Uh, let's go to Rod. Rod, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? How you doing today? Uh, good afternoon, Bill. I'm doing pretty good. Yes. Sitting up here on the mountain and a nice breeze. Uh, as far nice. as the subway thing, I, I go to the subway quite a bit. and I, uh, Almost every time I go to the subway, I'll sit there and tell them, this is what I want, and I want everything on it. And they still have to ask me, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want right. this? And I said, what do you understand about everything? Right. But as far as that, as far as that golf the tournament thing, are they charging the spectators? And if so, being no. Mexican, uh, you think I might get half price? No, you, there's no charge. If you just want to come out and observe and hang out, man, you can do that. As a matter of fact, Ernie's texting me now as we speak, so uh, telling me about the it's make your own meatball sub. Ah oh, ha ha! Come on out. Could be my guest. Yeah, come on out, okay? Spectator thing was a spectator thing was a was a pun though. Pardon no, me. that's okay. What I will do, I will tell you this: if you 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 do have to follow Ben Kenny around the course, but beyond that, you're good to go. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. I've played through Thanks, more man. adversity, Bill. The last golf outing <laughs> I did, I had Dave from Monona in a cart following me all eighteen. Oh, holes, that's right. That's right. Which is you've never uh, faced adversity <laughs> if you if you haven't tried to hit a golf ball with Dave talking. Yeah. Well, and and because Dave's legally blind, right? He's blind. Correct. Yes. Yeah. He's uh, he's just he's screaming at you. Okay. Also, did did Rod just say he wanted everything? He wanted everything on his sub. You know how many options there are at places like well, Subway? Well, I mean, if you order a turkey sub with everything, that means it's lettuce, tomato, onions, peppers, all that stuff. Black olives. Yeah, I'm trying they, to go through the in my head what they put on those things, but yeah, it's with everything. They got dressing, too. When someone says, I want well, everything, I imagine but if, literally but, making but a if, sandwich of everything. But if they put everything at some point, okay, everything means you're raking it through the garden. So I want the black olives. I want the onions. I want the tomatoes. I want the lettuce. Uh, you know, I, I think I, mushrooms, that I get. Ugh. After that, now they got to ask you, what sauce do you want? Do you want mayonnaise? Do you want, you know, the dressings? Do you want, you know, chipotle? I mean, I'm sure they ask you all that stuff. We've gotten really deep into the uh, sub-sandwich culture today. We've made our point. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
1670. Uh, if you want to give us a shout, uh, go ahead and, and give us one. Uh, our buddy Steve says, uh, <laughs> awesome rant. Stop can can stop sugarcoating it and tell us how you really feel. Thank you very much. Steve, you're always going to get that on this program. Just I, saying. I get the subway part, Bill. I, the so Dairy you know. Queen aspect of it, I'm going to have to disagree. By the way, no, well, Dairy Queen. I think well, you like expect too much. The, the food, the cones, all that stuff. I love that. It's the one thing I go there for, though, is the mint Oreo blizzard. And what I get is a half cup of green slime mint that by the time I get to the bottom, it's just vanilla ice cream mixed in with what used to be chunks of Oreo, which is now like obliterated dust of Oreo, and that's it. Otherwise, I'm good with Dairy Queen. That's the only thing I complain about. Subway, that's everything. I'm sure they make a heck of a salad (laughs) with all that lettuce. All right, more to come. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this.